This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm telling you, he would not have played the same if those wings were barbecue flavored. Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we appreciate people's potential. I'm Haley O'Shaughnessy. I'm a recovering basketball writer. I'm Jordan Liggins, and I'm an editor at Mojo. Today, we are going to talk about players we think that are going to make or break teams. Mm. My favorite topic, really, because it is all about the potential. So you do we will get to that. Recognize people's potential a lot. This is a theme. I, love I don't know if people know this from the podcast yet, but this is a huge theme with Jordan. So I'm excited about this today. It is. It's really in life too. That's why I like thrift shopping because I appreciate the potential of this little knickknack that could be something so much greater. <laughs> so, it's really a life theme, not only in basketball, but it, it's great. Um, also, we have our a new segment today, player product placement, mm. that we are going to talk about. Um, today it's coffee and uh, my heart is racing. I never drink coffee. Um, so just get ready for that. It's uh, it'll be a wild ride today. <laughs> First, I wanted to talk about one thing with the WNBA and the New Jerseys. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's been a topic, but I don't know if everyone really understands how monumental this is for the WNBA to have three jerseys specifically for their team designed new shiny. Um, Last season, something that a lot of people don't know is that they didn't even have home or away jerseys. What? Like it, it was just one jersey. They all had obscure colors. Like the sparks were yellow every single time and not, you know, they didn't have a white jersey or an they away didn't, like jersey. every team has a white jersey and a black jersey and then they have the color jersey. No. That's not a thing. So now to have three jerseys and a a rebel edition and have them be designed and, you know, the ads aren't the main thing. You can actually have the numbers on the front. That is huge news that I feel like we're talking about it because they're cool, but we also need to just recognize the big step that was made here. So yeah, absolutely. I, okay. I actually had no idea about that. But I will say the other thing is that they're all really cool. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to compare it to the NBA jerseys just to make that point of, oh, the WNBA is doing better. It's kind of like they also have to do better. You know what I mean? To generate all this conversation. But besides the jerseys, they also had the warmups that were very cool. They had like a jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. They had a vest. I really like the vest. I think I'm going to end up getting the vest. But yeah, anyway. (laughs) That, I'm really glad you brought that up. The other thing before we get into talking about players with potential that need to help their teams for their teams to do well. Yesterday, April 12th was 
the 20th anniversary of the NBA and the Board of Governors getting rid of illegal defense. Mm. Essentially, for anyone who doesn't know, because it's bizarre and you almost can't imagine the game like that, illegal defense was saying you have to play man-to-man, you can't play zone. That is crazy. It's, It's wild. I'm so glad that it's gone. I honestly, I know a lot of people don't like how the game looks today aesthetically. I love it. So me too. Thank you, Board of Governors. And that's probably the only time I will thank billionaires. <laughs> God, so embarrassing. I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> Bleep that out, Jamila. <laughs> okay, let's get into it because I am very excited to talk about the players we both chose. Do you want to go first? Yes. Yes, I can. I would love to go first. So I picked Brandon Clark from Memphis. I actually just watched them the other night. They are the perfect play-in tournament team. Like that, I don't know if they're going to get past that. And I don't think they are worse than that. But that spot seems perfect for them. And we all remember last year when it was Ja versus Dame in that play-in tournament. And it was amazing. But Brandon Clark had 20 points and 25 minutes in that game. And I think he just kind of does the dirty work. His, his stats aren't flashy. 11 points, five rebounds, but he's going to get the job done. He's six, eight power forward. He's undersized at the position, but he can jump out the gym. He made the all rookie first team. And I think he just helps this team. And I think they need him. He's not a starter, but he comes in and he maximizes his minutes. So when they make it to the play-in tournament again this year, I think he's going to be that X factor that they need to really step up again. I actually completely agree with this one. Wow. Why did I say actually like I would ever disagree with your choices? (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) But uh, you know what's tough about the play-in tournament? If you ask me who would be very fun to be in it, there's three teams. Mm. Memphis, Charlotte, New York. So that's why I'm like, ah, there are three teams that fit that. However, I love watching the Grizzlies. So yes, I'm with you on that one. They are made for the play-in tournament. I also, what you were saying about his stats, they're not flashy, but what they are is across the board. I was looking up his stats before the show and a very recent game was the 12th time during the season that he had recorded one point, one rebound, one assist and one steal. Yes. Really good. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, he just came back from the calf injury. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to slow him down. Yeah, I completely agree with that one. Especially, you know, I think that it'll be important for a team like the Grizzlies to make sure, even before we're saying he will be great in that playoff game, not even great. What we're saying with these guys, they're not the stars. They're not even the best role players, but they are essential to Mm -hmm. getting over the hump with some of these teams to even get into the playoff game. I think Brandon Clark doing super well takes so much off the other guys. So yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's great for this category. Yeah. I love it. Okay. What's my yours? first one is the Celtics Robert Williams. Oh, okay. Yeah. He can shoot. He has great uh passing game. It's not consistent, which kind of puts him into this category. He can get into foul trouble. He's still only in his second year, not a starter, but that's not a problem for what we're 
you know, doing today averages less than 20 minutes, but I can't stress enough how much a good Robert Williams game translate directly to a good Celtics game. The Celtics are all over the place. It's really hard to judge them, but what we do know for sure is that the center position is a huge gap for them. I don't necessarily know that he's the solution, but I think he's part of it, especially Mm -hmm. this year. I was trying to find a stat that wasn't just cherry picking. You know how people, sometimes it's like, oh, when he was X amount of rebounds and he got X amount of points, the Celtics are seven and three, you know, whatever. Cause it is so (laughs) hard to not say like, you guys just pick that number because it goes along with your narrative, which is totally fair. What I will say is that it shows when he has a good game, he has a good crane, kind of like Brandon Clark across the board. Mm-hmm. That's also the problem with him because when he doesn't, it's a lot of inconsistencies. So yes, that's, that's my uh, sell for Robert Williams filling this position. Yeah, I love that you said inconsistencies because that is the Celtics right now. <laughs> exactly. Not even all the way for their fault, too. They have had right. the the injury list is always ridiculous. So and it just it goes up and down. I have a lot of sympathy for them because you know, Jason Tatum has said they've even clarified with his latest injury, this is not COVID related. He's not having the post-COVID slump anymore. What a thing to say. I know, you know that's so tough. Clarifying oh. it just makes me uncomfortable that the fact that that was even ever on the injury list. It's oh. not an injury. It's like a major health concern. Yes. Yeah. With a bunch of question marks still surrounding it. Um, I did call on Charlene this past week and I asked her about her Celtics because she was so quick to point out that my Lakers aren't doing well. <laughs> so I went back at her, but she still thinks that they're going to be okay. Her, her quote. Um, she, she thinks that they're a little up and down, just like we're talking about, but that they're going to level out when it matters most. And I, I think that's, what's going to happen right now. They're in seventh place and, you know, right uh, under Charlotte and right above the Knicks, which is a very, interesting spot to be in right now not expected um but yeah I think they're gonna level out Jason Tatum is gonna be Jason Tatum Jalen Brown's going to step up but it's people like Robert Williams and Grant Williams too that really need to fill their roles for them to make get over the hump when it when it matters yeah because you're looking at the center position and you're like this isn't a matter of health concerns this is just a matter of roster concerns. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I also hope that Brad Stevens continues playing him more. The last three weeks, he's played a lot more than before. I think he's, mm-hmm. I still think he's averaging like 18 for the season, 18 minutes per game for the season, but it's, that's misleading when you look at how much he's been playing more. So yeah, inconsistent, but promising. I think Celtics fans are tired of hearing promising because <laughs> I, so I like true. was, talking the other day about how I don't know why Celtics fans are so concerned. They have two wonderful players who can be the future and you don't have to win right now. It's like what Josh Gahneman said on our show a couple of weeks ago, we feel a lot of pressure because we've gone really far in the playoffs. True. I also saw somebody say that now we're realizing Jason Tatum isn't our main guy anymore and he can't, you can't center a franchise around him. Interesting because for years, these were the guys who were like, he's only 19. He's only 20. Give it time. You, (laughs) 
Yeah. Take that time. Wow. I can't, yeah, I don't want to get worked up. All right, go to your, <laughs> go to your second one. <laughs> okay, my second one is Lou Williams for the Atlanta Hawks. You know, this is all purely based off of him being in Atlanta near Magic City so that he can get his wings. So now he lives there. Like, of course, that's going to make a difference. But seriously, I think that it surprised the hell out of me when I looked at the standings and Atlanta was fourth. I was like, um, when did that happen? Have I been living under a rock? I don't know. They, they're doing well this year. And this pickup, I think, is only going to help them, especially his veteran presence. Like, Lou Will's been in the league for 50 years. And I think that's going to help this, this young team. They've had a crazy good march. So they were nine and four. And so far this month, they're six and one. Like post All-Star, they're just really hit a wave where they're on a streak and they're playing really well. Now, I think this is where it's going to get a little bumpy. I hope that Lou Will can, can help them. Trey Young has been like in and out of some games. I think it's just because of rest. But I honestly feel like his veteran presence carrying this young team is really going to help them when it when it counts. It first of all, it's always nice to go home when we're talking about things that aren't necessarily like on court fit. I would love yeah. to see somebody actually say when a player is playing in their hometown, here's how they do. That would be very interesting to me. We Ooh, always yeah. like my biggest example from watching the Wolves during the Wiggins years is like anytime they'd play a the Cavs because they traded him or B it was a the Raptors or he was in Canada especially he always had a great game so mm-hmm. yeah I think that the Hawks situation why four might seem surprising is that I'm still not entirely sold on their stability however you saying that going forward you think they're going to do well that's believable for what you said, those reasons, but also because they their remaining schedule is one of the, I don't want to say easiest, but yeah, it's but one of, one the, of the better ones in the league. Yeah, they're going to have yeah. less challenges, certainly, than a lot of Eastern Conference teams, especially. Mm-hmm. So that they have that working for them. The other thing about Lou Will, I don't know if you saw this, but after he was traded, he felt so betrayed that he was like, I'm, I'm considering retirement. Mm, I did not see that. Yeah. And then he said, you know what? Like, I don't want to end on a note where I feel like I still have something to give. I'm like, someone watched the last dance this summer. (laughs) 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 Me comparing him to MJ. Yes. Anyway, he, I want to point out that he entered the season, the favorite to win the sixth man of the year award. And so mm-hmm. I do think I would be insulted if you got traded. However, they gave up a package for him. It's not like it was a straight up, oh, the Lakers really think they need Rondo. I was looking this up because I felt disrespected on his behalf. Rajon Rondo's entire time with the Hawks this season, he had 106 points over mm-hmm. 27 games. Lou Williams has played six games. And he already has 76 points. That's the reason that the Clippers are excited about him. Or at least that's what those players are saying publicly. I, (laughs) okay. 95 assists through those 27 games. Lewell already has 22. So I do, I really believe that it was a great trade. Mm -hmm. Except for feeling slighted. I do think he can absolutely help them out. You know, he's also with the Hawks 
this year, it's kind of too small to maybe make this fair, super small sample size. He's shooting 53.8% from the three. He's doing that's what you want. (laughs) Yes. Like when he was at the Clippers, it it was really an off year for everyone watching Lou Will and just being like a fan of Lou Will's game. You're like, what's up? Like, are you happy? So I love that you make that connection of going home because I do think that makes a big difference of him and also having that, you know, extra motivation to say like, oh, you thought I'm washed like you thought I was done. Like, let me show you. I still have more in the tank which is only going to help Atlanta. Like they, they got that on the, you know, they're good for that. We also like, I think consider them and probably perpetually will for like at least another year or two, a very young team. Yeah. Everyone loves saying a veteran helps. It's true. That's why we all say it. A veteran helps. And beyond that, their injury report, like I was talking about the Celtics, their injury report, seven men deep, Like they have a whole roster, a starting lineup, plus a sixth and seventh man full of injuries. It's not always a hundred percent. Sometimes it's like questionable day to day. Mm -hmm. It's not always like they're out for long amounts of time, but still they're not a hundred percent. Okay. Who is your second player? So I would like to say, first of all, before I introduce him, that of the teams that get consistently overlooked, I think the Pacers might have the most legitimate case. They are regularly decent. Decent doesn't sound great, but they're decent through injury. They're Mm -hmm. decent through franchise altering trades. They're decent through coaching changes and franchise altering trades like Paul George, Victor Oladipo. And then they have those years after where you're like, how are they doing this? You know, even when Debo got hurt. So decent doesn't seem like a compliment, but the point is that they've persevered enough through all of that to make the playoffs again and again. Now, have they gone anywhere? No, but I still think it's important that they're making the playoffs. So that was a very long introduction to me saying, I want to talk about a pacer. Speaking of being overlooked, TJ McConnell. (laughs) Yes. TJ McConnell. I feel like if he's not on your team, TJ McConnell is just, you think he's a spunky guy who can rack up assists. I think that's what sticks in your memory. You're like, oh, he's a a cool underdog type guy, but it's mostly just in, in smaller situations. But if TJ McConnell is on your team or has been on your team in the past, I think Sixers fans could tell you this too. You appreciate Mm -hmm. him for what he is, which is not just a ball handler with a sort of, again, I'm like, why is he so charming? You know, like when Steph Curry hits a shot and he's like smiling. Yeah, very very much same thing, but not enough people see it. He can drive. He can shoot. Actually, Caitlin Cooper from SB Nation, she's specifically Indy Cornrows, but she wrote a, a breakdown of TJ's movement. And I absolutely love talking about how players move their bodies. And she did a fantastic job as always. She is wonderful. Like speaking of Caitlin, I think my my only complaint about Caitlin Cooper's writing is that I can't just pay her to write about whoever <laughs> I want so she can tell me all the things I have not noticed about that player. She should do, you know those like cameo things that actors do where you can pay them to like say happy birthday to someone? Get on cameo. But for breakdowns, please Caitlin, I'm begging for you. For breakdown. Hey, you may have something there. <laughs> so her piece was called On the Method in TJ McConnell's craftiness. And I knew before even clicking on it that the baseline jumper would be one of the main things she said, because it is 
the most fun thing to watch. It's like chaotic. He just runs around. He'll go like, you know, straight to the rim or straight to the baseline. Sometimes he'll go under the hoop. He has, he's like a very jerky Steph Curry. Wow. I've done a lot of comparing him to Steph Curry. <laughs> this could come back to bite me. Um, he he yeah. just was like a super jerky Steph Curry, like same type movements, just as dancing all over the floor. I love when he goes to the baseline because he has these like crazy turnaround jumpers. You never think they're going in. He pulls up out of nowhere. He reminds me of a kid who is like done playing with a toy. And he's instantly done. You know how kids are just like, oh, I'm moving on. I'm done with this. I'm going to put it away. When he drives the baseline and does these, and even sometimes pulling up from other places, it just looks mm-hmm. like he's done having his fun with dribbling. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. Let me just score real quick. <laughs> exactly. But he he does not start, right? Yet he mm-hmm. is the Pacers assist leader coming off the bench. That's remarkable. It's also kind of bad for the Pacers, but let's just appreciate this. He also leads the Pacers in steals. He is very important. And I think for the Pacers to push past the first round, which they have been stuck in year after year after year after year, he is going to have an entire, he's going to have to have an entire series of really phenomenal games. And I honestly Mm -hmm. believe in him to do that. That's my pitch for TJ McConnell. Wow, that was a great pitch. And I knew that you were going to talk about him. So I actually did a deep dive into his Instagram because it was just like what you said. It was like, he is so charming. And he like, what is it about him? And you also don't know a lot about him because no one talks about TJ McConnell. Like they're going to talk about Sabonis. They're going to talk about Karis LeVert, Malcolm Brogdon on that Pacers team. And TJ McConnell kind of just runs in the background and lives his little life. So I'm just going to give you some facts that I learned from his Instagram. I'm excited. So he just welcomed a baby boy, Trace Benjamin. Oh, how cute. So cute with his wife, Val. (laughs) I didn't even know he's married. I know he's been married for like five years. Adorable. He has a dog named Zona after his alma mater, University of Arizona. I was wondering where that came from. That's a very unusual name. Now this makes sense. I like it though. Isn't it cute? Yeah, absolutely. He's the type of person that takes pictures with his car salesman, David, after he purchased his Dodge Challenger. (laughs) Like it's that type of Instagram. (laughs) Shout out to David and his new car. But most of all, TJ McConnell has disabled all of his comments on Instagram. Because healthy, we stand a mentally healthy person like that. It's it's just social media for bad filtered photos. So you can shout out your wife and take pictures of your dog. And it's not for anything else. So he's like, he shut it all down. We stand. I, I, love, I love that. That's very healthy. It. I might have to start doing that because you get some weird shit in the comments. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> But there you go. There's some some fun facts about TJ McConnell that I, I love that. Now I know so much more about him. And here I was being like, people need to know more about him. Thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. But afterwards, we are going to get into our first player product placement. This episode of Spencer's is brought to you by Sonos. The Sonos Move is their premium portable smart speaker for listening all around your home and outdoors. I just got a Sonos Move. 
I love it so much. I don't know how I lived without it. Neither does my roommate. We take it all the time from my room up to the roof when we want to relax. We take it outside when we're doing gardening. You can take it all around the house. The battery life is wonderful and the sound is super clear. I also don't love clunky technology, but this looks great. I put it right next to my candles and plants and it looks sleek and wonderful. Discover speakers for all around your home and beyond at Sonos.com, including Move and the all-new Roam. This latest portable addition to the Sonos system is smart, lightweight, waterproof, and ready for any adventure. So start yours now at Sonos.com. This episode of Spinsters is brought to you by Indeed. You're the hiring expert for your company, and what you really need is help making your shortlist of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Spinsters. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash Spinsters. Indeed.com slash Spinsters. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. We're back. And now we're doing our first player product placement. Haley, what are we trying today? Tell us. I want to be clear because it's just dawning on me with our alliteration that we thought was so clever for this, that this sounds like we're sponsored. We are not. However, if you're a player listening to this, A, I really want you to get some hobbies outside of basketball. Yes. Read some stuff. I'm reading a great period piece right now. I'll put it in the show notes. You don't have to keep, you know, that's a lot of basketball to absorb. B, send us your products. Yes. We will review them. So today we're doing Dikembe Mutombo's coffee. And I am so excited for this. Uh, Let me first tell you guys about the package it came in. That has a gold pendant on it. And it says number 55. It's so beautiful. It is really fancy. The coffee beans that we got, first of all, were beans. And so that was kind of a struggle for both of us. I went out and bought a coffee grinder. Jordan, do you even want to say what you did? Because this is public. People are going to listen to this. You know, it's okay. I am being honest. I always want to be honest and show my authentic self. First of all, I have taken two sips so far and I am shaking um, because I have only drank coffee once in my life. So I own a coffee maker only because uh, for my dad when he comes visits me and I didn't have a grinder. So I used a smoothie um, maker. I don't even know what it's called, like a little mini blender. And I just like, you know, pulsed it. So, you know, here we are. Yikes. Okay. Uh, the one that we got was called My Matumbo Number no. 55 Champions Edition Barrel Aged Coffee. They clarify right away that it's alcohol free, sort of disappointed in that, but it's very (laughs) cool. They talk about where it's from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. This is what I love. It's made in an oak barrel, which means that it has a quote, delicious coffee with an enduring American bourbon finish. If there's one thing about me, it's that I love bourbon. 
So yeah. Now what we want to do with these, we want to give points for different aspects of the product. So first of all, Jordan, how many points would you give for packaging? Ooh, like a thousand. <laughs> There's no real rubric here. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. A thousand points. First of all, the photo of Matumbo on it, he just looks so sophisticated and it has like in this cursive script, doesn't it say like with coffee love Dikembe? And I loved that little personal note. Wait, turn it. It's right on the other side. Maybe he didn't. Oh, <laughs> right yeah. There. With coffee. Yes. I was like, damn, did he not send me one of the loved ones? <laughs> that was a personal note to me. I um, needed so that yeah. this week. <laughs> a, a thousand, a thousand points for packaging. Okay. Um, I, it's not that I'm slighting him, but I, my, I think my point system might be a little bit different because it's early. I've only had a cup and a half of this, which for me means I have very low energy still. So I'm going to give it 50 because I'm really worried about doing math while I'm not energized. I don't want to be embarrassed. So I'll, I'll do 50, but not, it's not a slight. I just think you're, you know, <laughs> you've had a sip of coffee. So you're shaking. I've had a sip of coffee. I'm a little crazy right now. It's okay. How about coffee taste? Well, again, nothing to compare it to, but I think it's pretty good. And it smelled really, really good. Like I loved that my kitchen has this aroma now. It smells rich. Wait, how many points? Um, 700. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't like throw off my, if I give it 600, then it's like, oh, you hated the packaging. You only gave it 50. I will say, actually, I think it tastes delicious. So I will do 70. Nice. Again, not as a slight. I just don't think we're on the same wavelength this morning. So 770, I think is what I said. Perfect. So what about the, the strength of it? Again, not a coffee drinker. So how would you rate the strength of, of the beans? It's tough because I've only had the cup and a half. So it does nothing really kicks in for me until I get to like two. Wow. I don't know that I can confidently answer this. I will say from the taste of it, I do think it's kind of strong. So yes, I, I do think it, although it's smooth as well. Mm. We're not, I promise we're not sponsored right now. We need to say some mean <laughs> shit. We need to balance it out. Have you ever heard of that thing in group sessions where you'll say like, you have to say two nice things or two productive things about a person or their pro or their thing, their presentation. Then you say something critical and you have to end on a good note. I feel so like that, it's the reverse. That's what you should do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I do think it, it is strong, but tastes smooth. So I'll give it 60. Nice. Again, I can't even imagine drinking a full cup of coffee because <laughs> again, I have two sips and I feel like I'm talking very fast and I feel like I can get a lot done today, which is cool. Um, even after such a small sample size. So I'm going to go with 1100 for the strength, even more than the packaging. 
Yeah, that's where I'm at. Don't ask me to add all these up, but we are in very different places right now. <laughs> Would recommend. <laughs> Would recommend. <laughs> okay, this is the other part that we want to do from this. How does it match up to the player? If you're comparing yes. the product to the player, what would you say? Well, going off of strength, you know, Matumbo, strong player and strong shot blocker. So I think that this is blocking the tiredness from this Monday morning that we are recording this. Yeah, I would say that that's great. And it, it, there is a cohesiveness there. See, I was going to go the other way because sometimes Ooh. things that give me a lot of energy make me defensive. And I don't feel like I'm very defensive right now. And he was. So we're kind of split on that one. <laughs> Although, you know what? There is sort of a very nice aftertaste. And I do feel like he's had a very lasting influence on the league. So there you go. He compares. That I love way. that. Yes. And just, sh you know, shouting out where he's from and really, you know, like you said, doing a hobby outside of basketball Matumbo is very multifaceted. So I'm also not surprised that he has this very luxurious uh, coffee that no one really knows about. Um, so I think it's very fitting and very suave. So him. Yes. Well, that's our show. But before we go, we have to shout out Tess from Tucson, Arizona. Also shout out TJ McConnell, a Wildcats fan who left a voicemail saying her and her family drove 12 hours last minute to go see that Arizona Stanford championship game last weekend. That is 24 hours round trip. I, I can't even fathom being in a car that long, but I also love the commitment. So we just had to personally shout you out and say, go Ari McDonald. And I personally suggest that you should follow Chicago this year in the WNBA. They're going to be a really great team to watch. I would go with Whoever drafts uh, Dana Evans, you should follow. That's just my personal suggestion. Also, we were shocked that the tickets were so cheap, like you you told us about. Although, Tess, you summed it up perfectly. Because of just, I don't know, misogyny. Go cats. Please keep leaving us your fan confessions, irrational opinions, horoscope-based predictions, anything that you want. We want to hear it. Leave it on our voicemail at 502-874-4453 or send us an email at spinsters at bluewirepods.com to be featured on the show. Spinsters is hosted by me, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jordan Liggins. This episode was produced by Jordan, Jamila Zara-Williams, Isabel Jocelyn, and Alex Ward. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me. Hey, what's going on? This is Roman. And I'm from Southern California, like the, not the Los Angeles area. That makes me sound too cool. Just north of that. Oh, man. Look, I'm getting in trouble at work for calling you guys. All I'm trying to say is that I love the pod, and I'm glad no one's there to interrupt you. All right. Keep up the good work, guys.